Welcome to Home Time, Any Other Business podcast number six in the series. Uh, was it season one, episode six? Uh, yes, it would be S1, E6 if you are using your uh, your digital box parlance. That'd be good if we could make it like Netflix. So as soon as this one ends, uh, you've got to scramble to try and get the, the next one, otherwise <laughs> it's going to start. And maybe you can skip the intro at the beginning as well. Actually, no, you skip this bit. Uh, but this is, is recorded purely for, uh, for you, a bespoke recording on a Friday. And let's just one more time go over the classification. At your full board, that means that you listen to the show and dabble in the podcast. Half board, you can't catch the show for whatever reason. You're a podcast only person, but we love both sets of people. Uh, we should probably start with some communication that's uh, come back in this week on the whole half board, full board debate. Let's and do it. Uh, this is from Pete Hockey. Once again, I swear to God, I was just listening to the Any Other Business podcast while playing FIFA. Oh, goodbye. Volume was down on FIFA. Can I I just very quickly make a point there? I've never understood people who play video games with the volume all the way down and the music on in the background. Uh, I agree. I have to have those Bluetooth earphones on (laughs) to get the full surround sound. Uh, otherwise, it's really weird. My brother does the same thing, though. He he turns the volume down on, like, playing Pro Evo soccer or whatever mm. and have the radio on or classical music when he's playing. It's very strange. I was on the Xbox this morning and I've struggled to move past the fact that uh, I was playing my train simulator, uh-huh. Train Sim World, and uh, I went through a red light. Yeah. Uh, and if you go through a red light on that, the game just stops... And closes. It's quite chilling. That's it's weird. Just, it's very, very realistic. And I was sat there on the sofa thinking, if this were real, because it is so real... It's very realistic. I've just lost my job. Yeah, surely there should be a bit in the game, maybe an add-on, a download pack, where you can at least go and, uh, I don't know, plead with your boss. Because <laughs> at the moment, it seems in Train Simulator World, from what you're saying, it's almost like the bit where you get shot in uh, Grand Theft Auto. You just spin and it slowly yeah. blacks out. <laughs> Boo! It's exactly that. Yeah. I did kind of stove through the red light around about 50 miles an hour. So it probably would have been a full-on <laughs> a full-on accident. What would it, Genuinely, though, what would have happened? Would, would they The police would have turned up and taken you away? If, oh, no, this, this would have been a full-on accident. would have been terrible. I would have ploughed into another train. Oh. Uh, I may have lost my life. Oh, dear. Anyway, what, what slightly uh, mm. melancholy ends up We'll go back story. to uh, Pete Hockey's <laughs> lovely anecdote here. Yeah, yeah, go on, he Pete. was playing FIFA, volume down, standard behaviour, he says. We've already clarified that. Mm-hmm. Stopped at the end of the game to send another email. Such was his displeasure at being called a half-border. When, bang, Hockey gets a shout-out. Does he now? Very freaky. Oh, yeah, I remember him now. Oh. <laughs> I remember him now. The penny's dropped on him. <laughs> awesome show, and uh, is offering us a pint if we make it to Belfast. Oh, man. And do you know what? Thank you so much. I would love... Can we just do this now on, on this particular podcast? If you listen anywhere and, and you could offer us a pint, let us know. Get in touch with the show. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Wouldn't it be great, a little bit like Super Mario, if we could go around during the course of a week and pick up all these free pints everywhere? Oh, I'd love that. Someone owes us a pint in Penzance. Someone owes us a pint in Swindon. That'd all the glamour fantastic. places. Do you know what I mean? That'd be good. Get in touch. We've had another email through. Uh, Afternoon, Butch and Ricky. I'm a half-border. Terrorist window cleaners. (laughs) (laughs) There's the start of an email. These guys rock up to my flat four times a year to clean our windows. Fortunately, I was at home on this occasion to witness their bendy pole magic. After watching the attached video, I'm sure you'll both agree that only the traditional style is acceptable. Unfortunately, the attached video isn't there. It doesn't work. But we were talking about what a cheat it is that window cleaners these days are letting themselves down, the side down, by just getting a really long brush. 
That's not window cleaning, that's mucking about. Well, he goes on to say that his poor cat is now being treated by a pet therapist. Not because he was caught unawares by the giant caterpillar trying to attack him without warning. It's because he lives in a world where people think they can get away charging for a service that he could have done just by walking along the window ledge, randomly swishing his tail. Loving your work, Jeff and Erith. I worry about Jeff, there's a little bit more going on there. <laughs> don't think you need to delve any more. <laughs> Cheers, Jeff. No, we won't stay for a cup of tea, go get going, mate. Uh, we have had a uh, communicate from uh, Andrew who says he needs our advice. In the doghouse, technically, no fault of my own. It's my wedding anniversary this week. My wife purposefully picked Halloween so I didn't forget it. Okay, so that's I'm good. Idea. Halloween. Um, I haven't, and I might add, any year so far. I decided to order her a personalised card online, expecting it to arrive today, ahead of tomorrow's happy day. Obviously sent earlier in the week. Okay. We only check our emails really once a week. Uh, please find the attached message conversation... Uh, conversation. Conversation. <laughs> I'd go into my Sean Connery. Conversation. Uh, between myself and my wife, the final message after I ignored the penultimate one is most disturbing in my book. Okay, so we're going to get a little look into their relationship now. Yeah, we're going to uh, do that. I might just have to... Uh... Great, this doesn't... Attachment doesn't open. Bloody useless. How do you do this, Adem? Come on, attachment. Right, okay. Uh, shall I try and read this as his wife? I think, uh, in terms of everyone listening to this right now with their earphones in on packed public transport, I think that would be fantastic. Okay. It's like a really raunchy audiobook. <laughs> No card for me. Don't understand why you leave it so late. Oh, I didn't realise she's a claymation from children's TV. <laughs> Second year you've done this. I was always going to buy you one, not leave it two days before, and accept and expect one to arrive on time. Love me so much. <laughs> then um, our, uh, our listener, bloody thing, I'll buy you one also then, dear. No, don't want another one. Waste of money, just won't get you one. In case you've not gathered, I'm not happy with you. Wowee, what a, what a voice. Yeah. She's like a, she a sock puppet. She sounds like she might be a sock puppet. I've got to be honest, I, don't, I, I didn't anticipate how that voice was going to come out until I actually opened my mouth. Yeah, it was more elderly than mm. I, was, I was kind of hoping for. I was for. a little bit disappointed with that. I don't really know what the upshot of the conversation is, though. Just like a, no, an and, and equally, the more we read through that, I, I don't, I really don't see that as anything other than pretty standard. I think there's a theme going on in this podcast today in terms of what people have given us. I think it's oversharing. A lot of people oversharing. I think they are. Um, I wonder whether that's partly our fault by giving out the um, giving out the email address too much. I don't know. Let's bring it on. Bring it on. Hometime at absolutelyradio.co.uk. Do you have marital problems? Tell us about them <laughs> on email now. We'll read it out. I think we're uh, dialing it in a little bit now with this next email from Ian Bartle. Uh, the Bartle monster. Subject forgotten meals. Okay, yeah, good. Go on. I couldn't help myself. I gave my kids a meal I remember having when I was a kid. Turkey dinosaurs, Ooh. smiley face potatoes and beans. Lush. I, do you know what? I love beans as like an, an addition to any meal. Do you know I think beans go with most meals, don't they? Pretty Not much. a fan of baked beans myself. Really, I absolutely love baked beans, especially my ultimate meal of all time. Go on, pasty chips, baked beans. Oh, bit of bread and butter on the side, salt and pepper. Bread and butter, obviously, to mop up the bean juice. Perfect, yes. Okay, fair enough. But you wouldn't have baked beans with uh, beans on toast? Not a fan of baked beans, not a fan of uh, the texture of beans either. Really? Mm. Wow, you add this to your onion phobia that I only discovered yesterday as well. Yeah. You're, you're ruling out a massive chunk of food. 
Cheese is still fine. Cheese is fine, mm. but you need to get involved with the beans, mate. He goes on for afters, classic bananas and custard. Oh, man, you can't beat that. That's a brilliant menu he's put together there. And then the closing line, for a change, there was silence at the table and clean plates at the end. See, the old ones still work. I know we're always down on, you know, stuff, and I don't, I don't know how we're still functioning at the age we are, because bearing in mind, I used to be sat on the floor and every member of my family was smoking fags <laughs> at my nan's house in Liverpool, and we used to eat, you know, this, that, or whatever. And my mum used to microwave kebabs. We used to get frozen kebabs. Frozen kebabs, you're kidding Honest me. Honest to God, frozen kebabs in a actual pita bread you, wow. you microwaved it and then we used to have the kebab I remember having that when I got back from school I should be dead amazing I should be dead it's a triumph for the human spirit I've got a great toilet today oh yeah go on I'm seriously excited about this <laughs> one So, Richie, before we start this, uh, producer Adam has made the very good point that on a number of occasions on this podcast, you've played it a little bit loud. It comes out a bit loud. It's not me, not no, us. No, we no. just had complaints from the neighbours, that's all. <laughs> so, if you could, I don't know, just, uh, what so, is it, on a 10 or an 11? Maybe get it down to a 7 or something. I like. have calibrated it, and uh, it's at 8 this week. So, uh, hopefully, today's Any Other Business, Bespoke Hitler's Toilet, yeah. never to be broadcast on the radio, should be okay. All right, so far, that's loud, that is loud. Is it? <laughs> that is pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, needs, the, um, needs the edge taken off a little bit, doesn't it? I don't want to use the phrase, <laughs> I can't hear myself think, but we're, we're pretty close. How's that? That's pretty good. There we go, we're dialing it in. A little bit. Uh, do you know what? Right, uh, it's still a bit it's still too bit loud. loud. There it? we go. Still right. So today's special Friday only Hitler's toilet is actually a hark back a couple of days to Halloween. Oh right. A okay. story I wish I had found, or that was even in existence for Halloween. Uh, it's about uh, a lady called Amethyst Realm. What a fantastic name! It's a great name. Uh, Sounds like a ghost. She claimed to join the Mile High Club. With a ghost. Oh, my God. I've seen this woman on this morning. That's the lady. I know. I thought it rung a bell, <laughs> this one. She's been on about three different times as well. Uh, she has had sex with 15 ghosts. Wow. But is now settling down with a poltergeist. Oh, well, that's nice that she's, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't approve of his job, but uh, it's nice that she's settled down. She heard his voice for the first time after he proposed to her at the Wookie Hole Caves in Somerset last oh, week. My God, I've been to Wookie Hole. <laughs> Have you really? Been to there loads of times. It's a romantic place, is Not it? Not romantic at all. <laughs> it's just a big cave with loads of lights in it. It's really weird. Amethyst goes on. There is no going down on one knee. There's the accent again. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd give that voice another workout. She says, there was no going down on one knee because he doesn't have knees. Oh, but God. it was the first time I heard his voice. It was so beautiful, deep, sexy and real. Uh, she said yes. Uh, is planning a countryside wedding. Wow. Uh, they're having a hand-fastening ceremony where their hands will be tied together to symbolise uh, their connection. That'll be interesting, bearing in mind, he's a ghost. <laughs> it doesn't actually exist. There's nothing there. There's actually a few problems, really. Uh, she says her spirit fiancé doesn't actually have a name. A what? what? In fact, she isn't actually 100% sure he's male. Uh, but says the gender of the ghost doesn't matter to her. See, I was brought up on the theory, having watched the movie Poltergeist, etc., that Poltergeist were the bad guys of the ghost world. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I know. It's like the fun, playful ghost, like Thomas Kemp, if you read that book when you were a kid. Or, or Casper. Casper is a friendly ghost, yeah. isn't he? But then the Poltergeist kind of ruin it for all the other ones by like smashing 
pots and pans up mm-hmm. or pulling your bedding off when you're trying to get to sleep. So but they it are, sounds like a nightmare. But they are good lovers, according to Amethyst. Oh, really? She says that ghost lovers are better than physical people. Uh, she says the orgasms that she has with spirit lovers have been more satisfying than with real men. Oh, my. As she can feel their weight and energy. Oh, my Lord. Can I, can I give you some breaking news on that? Because she was on this morning, mm. yesterday morning. Oh, really? Genuinely. I wish I'd seen that. And here's the big bit of breaking news for you, to, just to add into today's Hitler's Toilet. They've just got married. They've just the got m- married? Marriage has actually happened there, a very uh, happily married couple. Wow. So that, isn't that an amazing thing? That is brilliant. And he was apparently he was sat next to her on the sofa on this morning. <laughs> Philip Schofield was just rolling his eyes saying, what is going on? What's happened? Did you realise that, um, I don't know whether they covered this off on the this morning sofa, but um, when they got together, yeah. Amethyst was actually engaged to a real person. Was she? Yeah. And wow. he left her because he came home one day and saw her having sex with her ghost lover. But the problem is, yeah. is that her fiancé only saw... He, he was the one who saw the body, but Amethyst never actually saw the ghost in, like, real bodily matter. <laughs> Josie, she's really angry that the ghost has shown his physical form to her ex-fiancé, oh, but not her. What a love triangle. What is going on there? That's unbelievable, isn't it? And she says, finally, that go, uh, sex with a ghost always ends in orgasm. Can I just say, Richie, stop going on about sex with ghosts. <laughs> this entire bit has been going on about it. <laughs> So just one thing we wanted to run by you guys on this podcast on this Friday, because obviously this is not the show, because the show's request today. You yes. Don't, you don't want to hear people requesting songs. That'd be awful. Uh, so what we thought, we'd just do something a little bit different. But um, let's let you into the, behind the, the, the veil, the curtain of Home Time. We've got a WhatsApp group. Uh, which we uh, all text our little ideas in during the week. If anyone thinks of anything, they put it on the Home Time WhatsApp group. Uh, what's the image for the WhatsApp group? It's uh, me and Richie, so, well, a listener superimposed our faces on top of two dominatrixes. Uh, do you know what? I never what? actually opened it up big. I just thought that uh, we were on sort of two Bavarian barmaids. No, no, but no, no. no you're right. They are dominatri, aren't they? <laughs> what, is, that, is that the plural of dominatrix? Dominatri, yeah. It is dominatri. Yeah, Impeccable yeah. knowledge. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we were talking about what we could do today for our final Ed Sheeran uh, competition of the week uh, and we've done all different stuff to do with Ed Sheeran during the week running a bit dry for today couldn't think of anything so I just suggested uh, what about famous gingers because he's ginger and producer Adem then said uh, famous gingers sounds like a good idea he typed that out and sent it to the WhatsApp group but he's autocorrect changed it to famous fingers now there's something in this there's something in this I've cause... got a new phone that's my defence oh it's yeah a brand it's, new phone. it's oh, changed yeah. phone don't but know how to use it yet you kind of ruled it out saying oh sorry about that autocorrect etc but we were kind of thinking or we just wanted to put this as like a test subject to the audience listening to the podcast do we think famous fingers might be a goer for a competition I'm going to see if I can find a little sound effect on my machine in front of me Okay. Uh, and give us 60 seconds on the clock to come up with as many famous fingers as we possibly can. Famous fingers. Now then, just so is to that find the, a will that be the clock. Will that be the kind of concept of the competition, what people naming famous fingers? I'd have thought so, yeah. But like, 
So I, not looking at pictures of famous fingers and going, that's... Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, is, oh, that's Elton John's little finger. At this stage, I can't find a ticking clock, so let's talk about famous fingers. I would say, what is... Uh, that? There's a, a, a Leonardo da Vinci painting, isn't there, oh, with I a, see. a I, finger I see where you're something. going with this. That's a famous finger. Yeah. E.T.? E.T.'s got a famous finger. I need, fi- I need five, just obviously with fingers, uh, just to make it going over the hump in this particular angle. Uh, Dickie Bird, the uh, famous cricketing uh, umpire... Of back in the day, oh, yeah. famous finger when he raises his finger to give someone out. Uncle uh, Sam, Could Uncle Sam, famous finger. Uh, Sex Pistols doing all different types of fingers. Whee. Yeah, that's true. Whee. Yeah, very. You good. might be. Honest, I first I thought there's no way people can name famous fingers because there's not that many. But you're right. I think there is. I think that on a secondary level, even looking at photographs of people's fingers might work as well. This is this competition knows no bounds. <laughs> Home time at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk for uh, any famous fingers that you feel that we may have missed. So, look, have a great weekend. That is pretty much it. We've run out of patter. We've run out of stuff to say. Uh, we're really tired. How about you, Richie? I'm sick of the sound of my own voice this week. I'm now. exhausted. I am so tired. We look terrible. We look We look like, you know when some people come back from, like, uh, three weeks on the Sawyer's space station <laughs> and they can't stand up properly and they have to be lifted out of the water? But haven't they lost weight? You lose weight up in space, don't you? Is yeah. it, you either lose weight or you lose, you lose height. It's a bit of everything. Two, yeah. But we're the opposite. I think we've put on weight in a puffy-type way. We're quite pallid and can't stand up on our own right. Do you know what? I had a Greg's lunch today. Oh, what did you that have? is how tired I am. What, t- what qualifies a Greg's lunch? Uh, what qualifies it was, uh, well, as in what you want to know what was on the menu. What, was, what did you actually have? I had a ham and cheese baguette. I had uh, an Oasis um, summer fruits. Okay. <laughs> out the fridge. <laughs> Treat yourself. And uh, uh, an iced ring donut. Rick, can I just say, what uh, a shame and a wasted opportunity. In what way? Going into Greg's and buying a sandwich, a cold item. What would you have had? Definitely get something heated, like a sausage roll or a cheese and bean melt or something like that. Look, I... Who buys a sandwich in Greg's? (laughs) You're actually majoring on the wrong thing here. I know for a lot of people, the steak bake, uh, their seasonal slices, obviously their sausage rolls and all that kind of stuff, their hot goods are fantastic. What they're they're famous for. I do appreciate that. They're not just famous for that. Greg's are Greg's the baker, all right? Bakers aren't just famous Mm. for latticed rolls and that kind of thing. (laughs) What they're almost famous for, what they're always... (laughs) What they're also famous for... Is the donuts? Their ring donuts are so good, and also I didn't add it in because I didn't want to sound gluttonous. But I also had a yum yum. Did you? I indeed? love a yum yum. Yeah, but still, I don't think that's what Greg's are famous for. Are you what you've done there in terms of buying a sarni and cold stuff from Greg's is the equivalent of someone getting a omelette at a Chinese takeaway. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> Half and half with an well, omelette. Well, where else on the high street are you going to get a really good donut? I don't, I don't have that information on me at the moment. Well, that's not a comeback. That's what I would say to my wife. That really frustrates me when she says that. When she says, I don't have an answer for that, that, for me, says, well, then I've just won that uh, argument. Well, I'm with Natalie on this. I don't have an answer for that right now. 